1: Alright, welcome to another edition of Blockbuster Mentality, your favorite place to go for all things movies. I am your host, Ben Secord. Today, we're going to go over some box office results. We're going to go over a Batman v Superman non-spoiler review. going to talk about Ben Affleck doing a Batman script, Suicide Squad reshoots. Ewan McGregor wants to do an Obi-Wan spinoff, and much, much more. And joining me, as always, is your co-host, Brandon H.
0: Houston, we have a problem.
1: One of these times, I want you to do the intro. I want a movie line. Well, you know what, sir? We'll have to work that out. Yes, definitely. Now, do you think of these movie lines on the spot so, are you thinking uh, about you it know, during I the week think about it during the week and this week we definitely
0: have a problem and we'll get more on that with a batman review <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man yeah that is definitely coming up yeah uh, we will share our sh- thoughts on that shortly and yeah one could say houston has a problem all right so as always happy to be with you guys for another week Appreciate you guys listening in and let's get started. Yes, sir. Let's hop right into it. Yes, sir. All right. So, first things first, as always, is this past weekend's box office results. And number one, no surprise, is Batman v Superman 166 million. Number two is Zootopia with 24 million. Number three, my big fat Greek wedding, two with seventeen point eight million, and number four is Miracles from Heaven, nine point six million, and topping off the the top five is the Divergent series, Allegiant, with nine point four million. Anything stand out to you this week, Brandon? Well, I mean, no shocker, the not even surprise, Batman versus Superman, uh,
0: not even close between the number one, and number two movie. We both kind of called that last week. Uh, the surprise, though, that we both didn't have in our top five Miracles
1: from Heaven. We yeah. didn't
0: even have that break in the top five, but they are sitting number four.
1: Yeah, I think we both had, what, Deadpool finishing out the top five again? Um mm,
0: or did well, we... we had Cloverfield. Both oh, of Cloverfield. us had Cloverfield
1: at five. We
0: pretty much flip-flopped on the Divergent Big Fat Greek Wedding, but... Uh, Yeah, and the miracles from heaven. We didn't even talk about that, actually.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, and then Cloverfield, obviously, was number six, Deadpool seven, but I believe we both predicted that Batman v Superman would at least reach 200 million. Mm, Yes, we did, but,
0: hey, 166 million is still very respectable either way. Yeah, exactly. Warner Brothers,
1: I'm sure, is happy with that. Yep. Yep, man, I'm sure it'll make some more money this weekend, obviously. Uh, we'll get into the what we think of that box office number, because, you know, a lot of people predicted it might reach that $200 million, so we'll definitely get into that. Before we get into any Batman v Superman stuff, we definitely want to talk about this first topic. What do we got, Brandon? Well, it looks like
0: the Gambit, we finally got some updates. We know that the uh, Fox Studios kind of took Gambit off the release date, Um we still don't exactly have a release date per se, but they released three dates. They had a movie coming out on October 6, 2017, a movie coming out January 12, 2018, and another uh, movie coming out July 13, 2018. So and that's Fox, that's who has Fo- those release dates. Yep, and they, like like we talked about before, Fox owns the movie rights to the X-Men franchise, so anything X-Men they own, also as well as Fantastic Four. So, a Betty man would bet. Since Gambit's been pushed off and production hasn't started, and they keep pushing it back and back, we're going to go with Gambit. October 6, 2017 is looking like the release date for that. More than likely, Deadpool will be the January 20, January 12, 2018 release date. And they just uh, Fox came out, so they're going to do a new Mutants movie. So it could be that. It could be another spinoff of the X-Men Apocalypse series. I mean, there's a couple of different things that can go. It could be X-Force but
1: uh yeah i mean the safe bet is definitely deadpool january 2018 because sequels typically yep. come out two years two to three years after the first movie um but yeah gambit this is the second time i think in a month or two that it's been pushed, pushed back, back again yeah. i and this is obviously you know channing tatum is set to play him but i mean at this point i mean it, it, i'm losing hope in it yeah it's gotta be aggravating for channing tatum because
0: almost like ryan reynolds it's a project that he actually cares about. He's been, I in. like the article brought out, he's been practicing. He's been on uh, different things you can watch, different little news clips, promoting Gambit, throwing the cards. He said he's been working on the accent, growing the hair out. I know it's going to be frustrating for him. Yeah. It's a passion project for him. So uh, hopefully they don't lose Channing Tatum with all this pushing back the dates. I know.
1: Yeah. I mean, they could easily lose him. I mean, especially if it's, you know, conflicting with another project he's on i mean he's obviously getting a lot of work lately so who knows i mean it's it's definitely disheartening i i I, like i said i'm losing hope on it um because for the longest time it had the 2016 it was coming out 2016 Mm -hmm. even you know this last pushback we still had a little bit of hope it might come out this year but yeah i think that's all but gone yeah it was a 2016 october
0: 2016 was the first release date i believe Supposed to come out this year, but yeah, I mean, it's getting a little disappointing. I mean, the only thing you can hope for is they're working really hard on the script I have to keep pushing it back.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now, you said there's Fox is working on another mutant series. Yeah, New
0: you... Mutants. Uh, it's I guess it would be more C lister X Men characters, but the article I was reading today, um, actually while we're sitting here, um, it might have some. Uh, cameos from the other x-men movie franchises too and you also got to think about the x-men franchise they've been hopping around on time periods, so i'm assuming it's going to be a modern day new mutants movie so you'll have older x-men characters i guess you could bring back some of the older cast if you go that route so
1: i don't know I mean, yeah a couple of different things they can do with it yeah definitely i mean a lot of people didn't know who deadpool was you know just average movie goers people who don't follow comics And, you know, look how that did. So, and even, you know, using Marvel's example with Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, even big comic, you know, not big comic fans, but people who are familiar with the universe already didn't know much about Guardians of the Galaxy. Look how well that did. So, you know, there's definitely these (laughs) C-list characters, like you put it, can definitely be successful.
0: It's just all about the right script, the right director that can bring everything together. Um, Yeah, if you have somebody who can pull off a Deadpool same kind of script style, then I think you can pull off New Mutants. I mean, I guess perfect example would be, uh, who was in Deadpool? Who was the supporting character? Not Colossus, but the female character.
1: Oh, yeah, Super Sonic, uh, Teen Super Sonic something Warhead or other. or something like that, yeah. yeah.
0: That would be a character. She actually was wearing a New Mutants. That's the kind of costumes they were, so, uh, I mean, she could probably be in the film if they want to keep it that way with a modern-day bookend. Yeah, know?
1: I mean, everyone's all about keeping the universe together and all these cameos from the other movies. So, yeah, I mean, I'm up for anything. Which brings me to my
0: next point while we're talking about modern-day bookends. What do you think Gambit's going to be set in? Is he going to be modern-day? Is he going to be in the 80s with X-Men characters? Is he going to be...
1: That's what's good... your what's your guess for that? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I, I got to go with modern day. Just with the besides X Men, I mean, you got obviously Deadpool set in modern day, and I think it'll follow along those lines. I don't, you know, I don't think it'll be rated R or anything. But I, I say modern day. What about you?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna lean towards modern day too. I think uh, X Force, New Mutants, that kind of stuff will be modern day. I think the next X Men movie will probably still
1: be 80s, early 90s time period, but. Yeah. That's one I mean I like the X-Men series but that's one thing that's throwing me off lately is just the timeline of things like they're supposed to be in the same universe but you know Hugh Jackman and then you know the ones with Michael Fassbender they're on different timelines mm-hmm. I, that's just one thing that's throwing me off a little bit about, about it but you know and that's what I'm curious about even Apocalypse coming out this May yeah you know how that all plays out Because you can't bring in any of these actors that
0: are portraying uh, Cyclops, Jane Grey, Jubilee, Nightcrawler. They're all going to be too young to be. Fast forward to Deadpool current timeline, it's going to be too big of a gap. Yeah,
1: exactly. So you're going to have movies in the 70s and 80s from now on? (laughs) Yeah, because you
0: pretty much tie your hands up now with those actors being booked in. Unless they do some kind of crazy timeline story again. But hopefully they stay away from that because, yeah, let's
1: just keep it the way it is right now yeah but yeah bottom line gambit i mean it's like i said losing hope but i'm hoping for the best yeah Uh, i feel you on that one sir totally all right let's get to the meat and potatoes obviously we both saw batman v superman and hopefully a lot of you did as well we're gonna you know do non-spoilers right now and then at the end of the show, um, if you want to stick around, if you have seen it, we're going to do a spoiler review. Um, so this show might be a little longer than usual. But if you haven't seen it, you know, just keep listening. And uh, after the box office predictions, we'll go ahead and do our spoiler review. So keep listening to this till the till the uh, predictions. All right, Brandon, Batman v Superman. Super excited for this. Definitely my top. You know, anticipated movie of the year. Yeah. One of the top anticipated movies of the year. What, what are your <laughs> initial thoughts?
0: I don't even know where to start. Um, overall, entertaining movie. Go see it. It's entertaining. It's worth seeing it at the box office one time on the big yes. screen. You have to uh, give it that. It's due that way. But, Wow. Something that we kind of hit on a lot every time we talked about it. Just running to the problem of being too much story in a short period of time. And I definitely felt like that actually fulfilled our expectations. It was super too much story. I I, I hated it that I kept hopping around. Too many different stories going on They were trying to do too much. Um, Not enough character development. We get it. Batman's been around for 20 years. Uh, Superman, you know, not so long, but not enough character development. You literally had, I guess, Batman. I, I just don't know the hatred he had for Superman. I I think they did did a pretty good job building that up, but do all well, this is going to spoilers, so I am just gonna stop with that thought. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I mean, overall, I'll say I was kind of disappointed. I mean, it didn't live up to the hype for me. Like like we both said, we were super excited about it and I'll be honest with you a lot of people I talked to they felt the same way over besides people i guess that didn't read the comics people that never read the comics were overall happy with the movie a lot of people that read the comics i talked to not so much
1: yeah yeah i mean i definitely have similar thoughts cuz you know earlier on last week they you know the the uh they had the fan screenings and you know there was huge buzz over it and you know lots of positive thoughts and then the next day you had all the critic reviews Which was all the negative. Um, And so that was a little, you know, discouraging. But I still had high hopes for it. Um, So, yeah, I I remember getting... I mean, I just... I hate hearing stuff about a movie before I see it because I already feel like I'm... Prejudging. Yeah, exactly. Prejudging. And then while I'm watching it, I'm still like, oh, yeah, I see what they're talking about. You know, trying to you know subconsciously i'd say convince myself that you know they're they're right um but yeah i just right at the beginning even i was just a little thrown off with the the scene they showed like as we'll get i'll get into the details with the spoiler review but um like you said the the story was all over the place no character development Um, Zack Snyder is great at visuals and action scenes and all that. But even the action scenes, like the editing was very strange. Like, that's one thing, the editing in this movie, I, I I definitely need to see it again to really pinpoint where the editing sucked. Um, but I, I definitely noticed some problems there. um, I I definitely want to talk about some positives. I I loved Batman. I loved Ben Affleck as Batman. Right. That's like the Check. main Checking yeah. That. That's the main positive. The you know, the I mean this isn't even a spoiler cuz it's Batman v Superman, so the fight with Batman and Superman was epic. That was that was great. Mm-hmm. Um Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. I initially I gave him the benefit of the doubt when I first heard he was cast, because it's the Heath Ledger effect. You know, yeah. you never know. Um, and even when I saw some of the trailers, I was a little thrown off by it. But I was like, okay, I, I, they're doing a little different. You know, a little quirkiness and a little mm-hmm. different. I, I, I'll give it a chance. But I just don't have any positives about his. I mean, I, for the character he was playing, I guess it was good, but. I don't know. Just it didn't fit for me in the movie. Um, it didn't seem like that's how Lex Luthor should be. No, I agree with you 100% on that. Yeah. Um, love the introduction to, of Wonder Woman. Um, Gal Gadot. Dot. I mean, she didn't have much, you know, many lines yeah, in n- the movie. Nine but lines, right? Nine, yes. Not even, not even something
0: crazy. I was yeah. reading nine
1: lines, maybe. Yeah. Nine, yeah, nine to 12 lines or something. Um, But you know, she was good. Um, I I wouldn't go as far as saying she was as great as other people are saying, but she was good. Definitely wasn't didn't take away from the movie. That's for sure. Add a little, added a little to it. I'd say. Um, I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no. I'm
0: just thinking the Heath Ledger effect. uh, For those that don't get the concept, we're talking about. When Heath Ledger was initially casted as Joker in um, the Dark Knight, a lot of people were negative, hardcore on him. I was one yep. of them. Like when I heard him, he got casted, I literally was, "What? Definitely. Are you serious?" Uh, so ever since then, a lot of people are. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt now. A lot of people, you you don't know how they're gonna be in a role. Personally, I'm with you, Lex Luthor's character, not who I wanted. I honestly, I was reading an article, um, think at the beginning of the week. Brian Cranston. Yep. Would yep. have been a perfect Lex, Lex Luthor. He could have brought the way that I felt like he should have been portrayed in the movie more, more menacing menacing. Um yeah, somebody like that, I think would have been an awesome Lex Luthor, but you know, we got Jesse Eisenberg. And I mean to his credit, I mean that's how the script was written for him, wrote wrote for him, so um I guess
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, I've always liked him as an actor. I mean, you know, especially in more comedic roles. You know, I've never really minded him. Um, it's just well, yeah, strange choice for Lex Luthor, and it showed on screen. But yeah, Brian Cranston was actually in the original talks to play Lex Luthor. Um, I don't know if he was ever offered the role or not, but thinking back on it, man, he would have been... Like, that would have made this movie yeah. so much better, for me anyways. Um, and then Lex Luthor... Jesse Eisenberg, I mean, the way he played Lex Luthor and everything, and this—if you consider this this a spoiler, you're dumb. Um, I, I think he would have been a great Riddler.
0: You know, I was literally about to say that because yeah. I know
1: at, we talked about last week.
0: At one point, Zack Snyder wanted a Joker Riddler cameo in there, um, mm-hmm. perfect for that. Even a Jimmy Olsen—he could have been a Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, yeah, it's no, true. Were, oh, let me take a picture. <laughs> like, I mean, but. Yeah, Lex Luthor, that is, besides Darkseid and Joker, that's probably one of the top five villains in DCU that everybody knows who that is. Yeah. So, I mean, to make him goofy and quirky like that, I was kind of, huh,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, to, to me, yeah, it was just too quirky and too goofy. It just... Wasn't Lex Luthor that we know from you know previous adaptations of him on screen and mm-hmm. also the comics? It just wasn't didn't didn't fit. Um, I so I, again I, I I like I I didn't love this movie, but I also didn't hate it. Um, like you said about you know they portrayed uh, Bruce Wayne's hatred for Superman very well. You know you got his motivation. And you understood why he really, you know, wants to go after Superman. Um, I loved how they showed that. Loved Ben Affleck's acting in it. You know, show, he's great at showing that. You know, angry emotion. Um, I uh, I love Jeremy Irons as Alfred. I think good good casting that. Good casting call yeah. on that one. Good I mean, casting call. I love Michael Kane who played Alfred in the Christopher Nolan trilogy, but I Jeremy Irons, I think yes. he if we see him in another movie, he might take the cake yeah. on the Alfred.
0: Has he has there ever been a bad Alfred casting? I mean Alfred's yeah. always great. Every yeah. every even the old Batman show I loved Alfred. Yeah, I that's mean, true. There's never been a bad Alfred casting, but yes, I love the way Alfred was portrayed in this one as far as more hands-on, not like oh, let me get you a drink. Yeah, like, you know what I mean, I I love the way he was portrayed.
1: Um, yeah, good call on that actually. Definitely, and then and then back on Lex Luthor, I I had trouble understanding what his motivation was. I don't know about Big, you. Uh, no,
0: that like literally the motivations for his character
1: barely touched on. Yeah, oh, man, like was not there at all. Yeah, no, I mean. Ugh.
0: Yep, and I'm having flashbacks <laughs> of why I was so mad during the movie.
1: I know. I mean, I definitely, I'm, I'm probably gonna, I'm, I'm definitely gonna spend more money on it because I, I just, I want, I definitely want to watch it again. I, I, I'm sure there's lots of stuff I missed. So I mean, it's not like it's that terrible where I don't want to go and spend more money on it. Definitely, like Brandon said, definitely, it's something you want to see on screen. You know, on the big screen. There's some epic moments there's lots of lots of positives but again uh yeah and I it probably doesn't sound like this from the way I'm talking but actually I think the positives outweigh the negatives a little bit um mm. uh, yeah you obviously disagree mm. but I just I, I don't know i I th- I think there was about four or five times where I was literally shaking my head like like kind of cringing like really that's that's what they just did yeah no <laughs> yeah yep yeah and i think the positive positives outweigh the negatives to me just because of batman ben affleck as batman just made me made me really want to just go see the movie again and see more batman movies definitely you keep literally hitting those points i'm gonna
0: bring it up well, definitely excited for uh whatever he does in the future as Batman. So I'm I'm sold sold on that. But another question I have, what are you doing with Superman's character? I mean, I felt like he was just kinda there to be in the movie. Yeah. And I mean the movie could have went on without him. Well, I mean I was just kinda I don't know. Lois Lane too. That's another thing I kinda had a problem with. They tried interjecting her in the story so much on parts that I really didn't think she had to be in I just feel like it was forced. Yeah, you didn't. They didn't want a Natalie Portman on her hands where she complained about uh, not having enough screen time in the door. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, just I feel like she was interjected too many
1: times. Definitely noticed that. Yeah, the Superman. I mean, he. Yeah, obviously he had a kind of a big, he, you know, a big part to it. I, I'd say this is more of a Superman movie than a Batman movie. Um, it seemed like they focused on his stuff more, um, but yeah, still it. At the same time, yeah, it just kind of felt like he was just there. I mean, Henry Cavill's performance was fine. Yeah, uh, I'm not knocking you know. on it.
0: I just I don't know what you're doing with the character, kind of.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like you said, character development just wasn't there. Um, besides Batman, um, so I mean, saying all this, I mean, what? How would you rate this movie from a scale from one to ten?
0: Hmm. Good question. Uh, people are gonna probably think like, you're too harsh. I don't know. Six point five seven. <laughs> hmm. So six point five or seven? You? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say. And I'm trying to think of something I would compare. I I guess Civil War, as far as comic book movies, Civil War, I'd probably give. For me, it probably a solid eight, eight point five. For so for um, Winter Soldier, I should Soldier, okay, Winter Soldier, yeah. So, <laughs> so you saw it? it? What? Yeah, no, Winter Soldier, uh, probably a s- eight eight point five, solid. This, I I feel like that's too high. Probably six six point five. Actually, now that I'm thinking okay. about it.
1: Well, that's actually higher than I thought you would, because it seemed like you were a little harder on it than me. But well, is just basically an average movie. Yeah. So, th- so then the positive does weigh out the negative for you? Barely. Apparently. okay, yeah, that's how I felt 'cause i I gave this a six point five out of ten um so yeah, I thought you were gonna be lower, but um yeah, six point five out of ten, I gave I think Deadpool another movie that came out this year, obviously a nine, so definitely a step down for me in superhero movies, but again, we'll get in more detail where we feel like we're we're handcuffed right now'cause we can't we don't wanna give any spoilers yeah. away, so we're like I said, we're after the predictions we'll we'll get into more spoiler spoilery stuff. Yeah. That's a word. I think so. All right, Worcester. Brandon. But we are excited. What am I looking at? What? Uh, Brandon's pointing.
0: Yeah, right there, that thing. Oh, you need this? Yes, that okay, be Okay, here great. you go. Sorry sure. about it's that. Not a problem. Well,
1: so what's our next topic, Brandon? <laughs> well,
0: since we're still on the batman vs superman mode let's just go ahead and hop into ben affleck um one of the things that they said lured him to the batman role was him getting the chance to direct and star in a solo batman movie and it looks like he might have already written a script for the next batman movie i know he's been um rumors where he was talking with jeff johns which is the I guess what is he c c o of uh d c comics so apparently they've been talking and uh, wrote a script out already for possibly the next batman solo movie, so what are your thoughts on that? you think he's already done it or
1: yeah no i i think i mean i I took from the story that yeah he already did write it um which I think is great. Let him write it, you know, especially if he's gonna be directing it. I fully trust him um you know he's proven himself as a director. He's directed Argo, which was a best picture, mo- you know, best picture winner. And he, you know, some might say he got snubbed because he did, wasn't nominated for best director that year. Um, you know, The Town, Gone Baby Gone. You know he's like I said, he's proven himself as a director. And, you know, I definitely have confidence as a writer, because guess what? He's a uh, Oscar-winning screenwriter as well with uh Goodwill Hunting, as much as people want to say it was all B- Matt Damon. Matt Damon. He, he, he still has an Oscar for it, so, yeah. I mean, that's that's saying a lot. I Like I said, I hope he's written it. He's the one that's playing it, so, you know, I'm sure he has a feel for the character now that he's at least played him mm-hmm. once. You know, because one of the
0: things that came up was, and I think he denied it, but one of the things where he would make script changes during production of Batman versus Superman. He would be in his trailer and unif and his costume changing lines and stuff during the movie. So good. Um, where do you see him taking the storyline? What's your thoughts on, uh, where, I, they could go with so many different things, but what what do you see? Was there, first of all, was there anything in the movie that kind of gave you a clue to where they're going to go with the character or story?
1: Uh, I mean, it definitely seems like it's going to be something with the Joker. Um, whether whether they go down i mean because this movie was a lot like dark knight returns comic um you know or batman v superman was a lot like that um so it seems like they might go down some more of that um did i get is that question right is that the clue was it joker i mean what what were you thinking i'm 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 i mean i hope
0: (laughs) yes it has to do with the joker i mean jared leto you know, you got some big actors, Will Smith, hanging around. Um, yeah, I I could see them going like a Red Hood storyline. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I mean, non spoiler because it wasn't the trailer if you watch it. But the Robin costume, he stopped and looked at it, and obviously yeah. the Joker wrote all over it. So yep, I could definitely see that being some kind of tie in.
1: Definitely. Um, I, I just don't know if they're going to do it. Is it going to be like a prequel? Because, I mean, like you said, in Batman v Superman, he's been in Gotham, you know, fighting crime for 20 years. I mean, obviously, we don't know at this point. Yeah, right? we we don't know.
0: I mean, if they do a Red Hood movie, it, it's modern. It could be modern time. You couldn't. Yeah. I mean, you can do it that way. If you're going to go with the death and the family storyline.
1: Yeah, that would have to be a prequel. Yeah. I would like them like them to see like to see them do like a hush storyline. That'd be the, awesome. Yeah. Or like a dark victory. That would be cool too. Mm-hmm. Um so Batman's got
0: so many different great comic arcs that you, there's so many endless possibilities you can do with with him. And somebody like Ben Affleck, who uh, has a pretty good history with comics, one of his one of his best friends, Kevin Smith, is a huge comic book nerd. I yeah. mean there's so many resources
1: he can go to write it, so yeah, and like I said, I'm not worried. I mean, because like I said, he's he's respectable now. Like, he's not like the, you know, joke. He, I, I, he wasn't even a joke ever. I don't know. I feel like I'm being too hard on him, but. Daredevil. Yeah, that's true. And that's what it all comes back to. You know, it's,
0: it's funny. You know, you had Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern, horrible. Yep. Daredevil, horrible, with Ben Affleck. And guess what? This year, they both released comic movies and absolutely smash it. It's like I was reading something, and it's like, those two should be walking across the street
1: to see each other and give each other high fives yeah. and not even have to say a word. Definitely. Well, you know who should be added to that too? Is uh um Chris Evans, He was uh human torch in Fantastic Four, and yeah. now he's Captain America. I mean I'd still say his performance as Human Torch was better than yeah, Grim Lantern yeah. and Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, his his performance was better than the you know, Fantastic Four movies, that's for sure. But like I said, I I have faith in Ben Affleck. I'm I'm a Ben Affleck fan now. It's ever since probably Argo. I'd say, um, yeah, Ben Affleck's a good good director. He's even a good actor now. So I have total faith in this Batman project. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. All right, and so speaking of the DC universe, obviously all these movies that come out are connected with each other as long as they're owned by the same production company, which is the case for this next topic Suicide Squad. Did you hear about this, Brandon? They have done, are undergoing reshoots to inject more fun into the movie.
0: <laughs> okay
1: yeah um very interesting um let's see here who who reported it here okay so apparently they're not uh planning to insert jokes left and right and are simply beefing up fun character moments and interactions um one of the main problems a lot of people seem to have with the film and that is batman v superman was a perceived lack of fun and many felt more humor and levity were were needed to make it an altogether more joyous movie going experience. So, uh what do you think about this?
0: Well, I'm going to call this the Deadpool effect. More they want more comedy, more ha-ha-ha, <laughs> you know, Deadpool, Deadpool effect. I feel, I feel like a lot of movies now let's uh, should we make it rated R? Deadpool's rated R. I feel like this is just another piece or umbrella off the Deadpool factor. Um, Yeah, I think they're trying to insert more comedy. Um, It's also not a good thing, I think. I mean, if Warner Brothers were scrambling, and and Suicide Squad was supposed to be the movie the company was happy with, like, oh, this is going to be a great movie, and now you're adding more stuff and changing stuff around. I mean, I don't know if that's a a good thing or a bad thing, to be honest with you. Um, I mean... All the earlier reports we were reading about Suicide Squad, like, I keep hitting it, but yeah, it was supposed to be almost looked at, at as better than Batman versus Superman was going to be, so, I mean, I'm a little worried now.
1: Yeah, I mean, so you think it's more of a Deadpool effect and not the fact that, you know, the from the response from Batman v Superman?
0: I mean, I just feel like how successful Deadpool was, look at, I mean, like, all the movies, now, oh, can we make superhero movies rated R? I mean, I just feel like there's so many effects off of that from the Deadpool. I mean, I, I mean, I honestly feel that way. That's part of it. I mean, it was a completely original movie. I mean, like you said, nobody really knew the character, but I mean, as far as box office draw, that yeah. bu- the, one of the lower budgets for a superhero movie that come out in a while, and it just banked. So I mean, yeah. that's the kind of the the script. The footsteps, I think people are trying to follow to some degree. I feel like that's could be part of the reason. I don't know. I'm just that's my two cents.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it almost seems too soon that it has to do with Batman v Superman, the response from that. But at the same time, I mean, it seems like they're just trying to add more light to it because of the response from Batman v Superman being a little too dark, you know, not enough, you know, comic relief. I mean, because this. Pre, you know, the trailers for Suicide Squad have already... You know, they've had some comedy in it. You know, you can see where the comic relief might be, but... Absolutely. I mean, I think it's more from Batman v Superman, just the response from that. Um, it almost seems like Warner Brothers is kind of panicking. I mean, they made $166 million the first weekend. You obviously can't go off of totally what critics say. Yeah.
0: Good point. Um, Monday, Monday and Tuesday, I think they actually had box office records for a monday draw and a tuesday draw i believe right or for at least for maybe this mo- like the month of march
1: yeah i think something so. something I, like that I was don't right quote us but yeah i think so um they're
0: getting they're getting their money i mean 166 million was just over the weekend they've already I, i'm pretty sure they broke the 500 million dollar mark worldwide already before it even hit the next weekend so yeah um they're getting their money i mean they're gonna get their money so but like you said this is one of the first times i can recall that critics were completely almost the opposite way of the fans were yeah i mean this definitely is of, i i'm i'm trying to think of the last time i remember something like that where it was such a huge difference between critics and fans so i mean
1: yeah um yeah i i totally agree with you it's yeah usually it's the other way around almost you know fans are upset about it but critics just you know look at it as a film and say oh it's great but um <laughs> this i this isn't totally going off subject but did you see the video of uh, sad ben affleck Mm-mm. no no <laughs> well the, the reporter asked it's him and henry cavill both doing an interview and him and um um they ask him are you concerned about these reviews and they henry cavill's like what 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 have they been saying and then the reporter tells them and then henry cavill starts answering the questions and they, then they just zoom in on ben affleck he's just got like this crabby sad face on and they start playing sounds of silence by uh Wow. Uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Oh my God! Check it out, people. It's hilarious. Sad Ben Affleck. I forget what not what it's called exactly, but Sad Ben Affleck. I think is you you'd find it. But yeah, it's hilarious. But um, but yeah, it's uh, the Suicide Squad reshoots is what we were talking about. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, like you said, the Warner Brothers is definitely making bank. Uh, I don't. I don't think I would think it would have, I think it's just bad timing is what I'm trying to get at. Um, but if it's not bad timing and it is something, I think it has to do with Batman V Superman, the response from that and it being so dark, but who knows? Um, I just, I just, I mean, who literally, who knows with film studios
0: and, and what goes on behind closed doors? I mean, like I said, when the Sony hacks came out, some of the stuff they were talking about, uh, and how they look at stuff. I mean, who
1: like you said, who knows what's going on behind the closed doors. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's that. I mean, because I, I was super excited for Suicide Squad. I mean, I still am. Um, and I'm more, I feel like I'm more excited for it now that Batman v Superman came out and it wasn't as good as I thought it would be. Um, but, yeah, hearing this is kind of a little disheartening, but. Again, it, it could very well just be a coincidence because every movie does reshoots. Just yep, yeah. you know, once yep. the first screening happens, and you know every film does that. So I'm not trying to jump to too many conclusions, but you know, trying to be trying to be positive.
0: Suicide Squad, Margaret Ruby, mm. <laughs> and a little mm, f- flash news. What, what much to say? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> She's been casted as Tanya Harding. Oh, yeah. So that, I just yeah, wanted to drop I, that in there real quick.
1: That's very interesting. Why me? Yeah. Why me? That's Nancy Kerrigan, by the way. Oh, yeah. And it's weird because, I mean, it's a Tanya Harding story, but, like, Nancy, Nancy Kerrigan's when I get the crap beat yeah, out of her Yeah, she's, life. like, the victim and, like, the quote-unquote good guy, you know, in the story, and that's actually going to focus on Tanya Harding's side, so I find that very interesting. I wonder who will play Nancy Kerrigan. Someone, uh, someone probably younger Gloria Estevan. Yes And then uh speaking of um Warner Brothers panicking did you see that they released the uh deleted scene a uh, uh, deleted scene already for Batman v Superman Yeah I did I did see that um Yeah and then it, yeah obviously Includes Lex Luthor, but it's just so weird. I've never seen a, a movie do that, to release a deleted scene less than a week before the mo- after the movie came out. Yeah, we
0: won't talk about it too, too much. Let's throw
1: that in the spoilers Yeah, we'll session, definitely throw it in the spoilers, yes, but just it's, the fact that they released it. That, is, I know. And you
0: know, we're on the same thing. I keep throwing topics that he's not prepared for. but It's all right.
1: Um, we're having a conversation. There's a pension
0: out for them to release the Radio version what did I just say? Pension. Pension. Yeah. Pension for us to get paid. No. Uh, yeah. Th- they're, um, Oh uh, yeah. For, so them, to for release, them to release, release, it, release it in the, theaters. Yeah. to Release it in theaters. So, uh, I mean, would you,
1: I, I mean, I don't know what that would accomplish. I mean, especially they made 166 million their first weekend and it's in March. Um, again, we're, we're not even into the second weekend of the box office. I wouldn't, panic too much yet Uh, yeah critics are giving it terrible ratings actually what is it on rotten tomatoes now i'm gonna guess 30 yeah i think it is 30 something that low uh let's see here rotten tomatoes
0: rotten tomatoes you say tomato i say tomato Hmm.
1: Brandon has a great singing voice, guys. All right, here we go. So Rotten Tomatoes, Batman v. Superman, which, again, Rotten Tomatoes isn't the end-all be-all, but it gives you an idea of what... Oh, my goodness. It's at 29%. 29% on uh, its critic rating. Holy wow. crap. Man, I mean, it wasn't that bad. You say
0: potato, <laughs> I say potato. Potato.
1: Oh, man, 29%. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that's insane. Holy crap. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I could see why they were panicking a little. Because, a little. I mean, this is, yeah, Man of Steel came out first to kind of set up the DC mm-hmm. expanded universe. And then this one, but this one's the real launch for it, it's supposed you to be. know. Um, I mean, it could be worse, they could have stuck to the Green Lantern being the launch pad. <laughs> <You> <laughs> this know? is true, that could have been worse. This is true. Oh man, yeah, it's just yeah, the, this is the launch pad for it, and it's 29% from critics. Obviously, people, I mean, I one of our buddies he's not seeing it just because of all the negative re- reviews he's heard, he's waiting until it just comes out on Blu ray. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it's definitely going to have yep. some effect. I mean, people are going to be wary about going to see Suicide Squad. I mean, I think it could definitely affect it.
0: Don't don't like we said. I, I can't stress enough. Go see it in the theater. Just yes. you have to see it in the theater one time on the big screen. Um, give it that much it's due that way. But um,
1: yeah, Ooh, yeah, twenty nine percent. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't believe that. But yeah, and then they're releasing a deleted scene already. Uh, it's just. It's it's turning into somewhat of a mess. I just hope it can uh, it can live up to the. You gotta have
0: like a strong hand, almost like Marvel does. Kevin Feige. You gotta have somebody like that who is in has a direct vision and is in charge and keeps everything in order and keeps everything moving. Um, great. I don't know. Is Zack Snyder the Kevin Feige? I mean, is he? Yeah. I mean. Pretty much, the way they described the DC movies going forward was all the directors had their own say. Well, how was the way they described it? It's a giant sandbox, and as long as you play in the sandbox, everything's all good. So there's not really a clear direction like this. Aqu- Aquaman, the director for that, yeah. I think they asked him how much influence Zack Snyder has in it. Not really much. I mean so he can pretty much do a story with Aquaman, completely go off to the topic, have maybe one reference to it and then be its own movie. I mean I don't think that tr- that works if you're trying to do um a cinematic universe. You got to have a lot of That's why I love that's what I appreciate about Marvel so much. They stay the course even though they're their own movies, you you can feel it that it's in the in the same universe. Yeah, I mean, exactly. This this stuff so off.
1: Yeah, it, it's it could turn out bad uh in here it says uh someone said Zack Snyder is the closest counterpart to Marvel Studios Kevin Feige who basically is the head of mm-hmm. Marvel Studios and you know has the final say in everything um but I, like you said he doesn't have much say in Aquaman like he's he's a Super pro- he's squad, the, yeah man. he's the producer of all he like he produces all of these but definitely isn't uh a high ranking producer yeah. obviously that he doesn't have much say out. they should have... Put it in Ben Affleck's hands at this point, if you ask me. Somebody needs to take charge of it. Yeah, you know, I like because he's got Kevin Smith at his side. You know, let, let Kevin me. Smith would be a I great know. help. Uh, <laughs> help
0: direct the stuff and kind of keep it going, um, flowing the right way. You know, that, you know. I remember at one point Kevin Feige said that they have so many. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're so well developed into the next phases where, yep. and they have multiple different stories they can go with. Like before Spider-Man was signed on. And they were trying to work it out. They had a Civil War without Spider-Man script. They had a Civil War script with Spider-Man. I mean, they had so many different things. You know, if they get Fantastic Four back, that was another example. They they already have ways they can work them into the universe. I mean, it's they don't play around like these people. Yeah. You know, I mean, like this is crazy to me. How how uh, it feels like it's disorganized.
1: No. Yeah, I I totally agree. It's.
0: Uh, If I ever got a chance to interview Zack Snyder, I would literally ask him, like, how do you guys keep everything in-house and keep it in check? I mean, are you worried about that? I mean, you're giving all these people. I get it. They get to put their own stamp on it, but there's got to be something. There's got to be some kind of checks and balances.
1: Did you see that there's a petition to get him off of uh, Justice League? Not a pension? No, no, not, yeah, uh, yes, n- no, saw, not saw, a pension. I saw, I saw that there is, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I hope it, it happens. I mean, like, it's, like I said earlier, he's great at visuals, great at action scenes, but his storytelling is just yeah. painful. Yes. I mean, you look at a movie like 300, you know, simple story, you know, there's really not much to add on to it. It's great because of its visuals mm-hmm. and its action scenes. Yep. And that's all there is to it. You know, there's no in-depth story. Even the comic book was pretty much simple like that when you read the
0: comic book that he based the movie off of, but
1: yeah. So, I guess we'll we'll see how it goes. Um d- definitely disheartening after seeing Batman v Superman and hearing all this news now, but We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um so yeah, that's pretty much all our DC stuff today. Our mm-hmm. next topic is a Star Wars topic. We haven't had one of these in a couple of weeks. Burm, 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 burm. <laughs> um so obviously they're planning, you know, to continue the episodes. Uh-huh. Obviously, we just had episode 7 with Force Awakens. We're going to have an episode 8 next, and then obviously they'll do episode 9. Um, continuing kind of the Skywalker story, all of that. But also they're doing spin-off movies, which are called anthology films. Yes. We have Rogue One coming up in December, mm-hmm. um, which will be a movie about how they stole the plans from the Death Star originally. We have Han Solo, uh anthology movie, which will yep. be, you know, his origin story. The third movie, however, you know, they pretty much told us there's at least gonna be three uh, anthology movies, and obviously, I'm sure a lot more after that. Is, and we we have no idea what it's going to be. People have speculated that it might be a Boba Fett movie, mm-hmm. Obi Wan Kenobi movie. Um, but um, our friends over at Collider recently just interviewed Ewan McGregor, who obviously played Obi Wan Kenobi in the, the first three, the yeah, the prequel movies. Um, you know, they have because fans have been, you know, because obviously. Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi is one of the highlights of the prequel movies. I mean, there's really not much complaints there with him. You know, his performance is great, especially in episode three, Revenge of the Sith. um, And people have been just speculating about, you know, just got to be an Obi-Wan movie. You know, his time between, you know, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Recently, they just, you know, interviewed Obi-Wan Kenobi. And told him just how much you know fans want to see an Obi Wan Ken- Kenobi movie, um, and I quote, he says, "I'd very much like to do one too. I think the story between Episode three and Episode four, I think there's a story there. I think that's the Obi Wan Kenobi movie, if there is one, uh, the one that bridges my Ken- Obi Wan Kenobi and Alex uh, Alex Guinness uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, because there's a I don't know how long he's in the desert, but it's got to be." 20 or 30 years, end quote. Um, and then when pressed, if he's met with Lucasfilm, he replied, I'm not sure I'm at liberty to say really, but I'm very interested in doing that. That would be great. Maybe there's even a trilogy. And he laughed, end quote. Um, so so yeah, that's basically all he said about that. But I mean, to me, the The sentence right here where he says, I'm not at liberty to say, that kind of tells me that at least he's had some... Reading between the lines. Yes. uh, I thought you were going to say, so you're saying there's a chance. Um, That, yeah, that kind of tells me, you know, he's had some meetings and that he even... um, even though he laughed when he said it, he even said maybe there's even a trilogy. You know, why would, why would he even say that?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I hope, I don't know about a trilogy, but I would yeah. definitely see,
1: um, an Obi-Wan,
0: Obi-Wan yeah. movie.
1: I mean, I, I would, I would too. I would love that. I mean, uh, like the, the new, uh, comics that Star Wars has come out with you know it's it's canon you know it's part of the actual Star Wars story they've had a couple of Obi-Wan in between Revenge of the Sith and a New Hope you know before Luke you know runs into the droids yeah Um, but I think it would be awesome you know to have stories about what happened during that time frame what happened between you know episode 3 and Episode 4 before Luke you know grew up and and you know, initially met old Obi Wan. You know, there's got to be a lot of a lot of a lot of story to tell. Yeah, I was about to say there's a lot of a lot of history they can dive into.
0: That's why I'm so excited about Rogue One. Um, helps fill in the gaps. I mean, three to four. There's so much time in between those two movies. Yeah, it'd be nice to kind of have stuff that helps close the gap up, so you kind of know what happened. And I mean, it'd be it, it would be cool to see how the Empire kind of spread out throughout the universe and yeah. how he had to hide and he's one of the last Jedi alive. Obviously, Darth Vader knows he's alive. You know, it'd be, it would be interesting to see him being hunted down and all that stuff. So, I mean, there's a lot of different stories that can go with it. I haven't read any of the comics, so, I mean, they do a pretty good job.
1: Yeah, definitely, yeah. there's There's one story they tell about how he kind of looks over Luke and how he saved him at one point so they can do a lot with that, you know. A lot with I don't know, just his everyday life would even be interesting. Almost like kind of like a castaway movie where he's kind of you know, f- you know, initially in the beginning of the movie they kind of show you know his initial dealings in Tatooine, you know what what he did when he first got there, how he got used to it. That's why I think it could it could be a trilogy because I mean it, it's twenty years in between those yeah. you know those movies so. I think they could they could do a lot with it but even even if it's not a trilogy I mean one movie would be would be great especially with him as as the actor so what would you rather have a bubble fat movie or obi-wan i I honestly would rather have obi-wan just because boba fett i don't want them to do a series. so one of the draws to him is just how mysterious he is and you know we don't really know much about him Mm -hmm. because honestly what does he have like three lines in the original trilogy i mean he's he's fans have made him bigger than he actually was in the movies yeah um so i mean honestly i would rather see obi-wan how about you
0: I, I agree with you. I'd rather really see Obi-Wan, too, as I'm looking at this Bobo Fett bobblehead in front of me. But, <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I, I agree with you, Obi-Wan. De- it would be definitely more interesting to see. Yeah, def- and again, and McGregor as Obi-Wan, that would be awesome as well. Then then it's basically they're connecting the prequels with the originals in, in a positive way. I mean, it,
0: even, even you can even have people from the Rogue One movie, technically, you want to keep them, the universe... Once again, universe building. You can even have them bump into some of the people from Rogue One yeah. and
1: tie that all in. Yeah, just so. like you know, we spoke last week about you know Han possibly Solo. Han yeah. Solo being tied in. That way, yeah, they kind of tie in all the anthology movies together. I think that would be awesome. Uh, Obi, you know, Boba Fett. I don't. I I feel like there's less to do with that than there is with Obi Wan. I feel like they could do a lot more with that. So yeah, I agree with you. That's my thoughts on that. All right, so come to the time of the show where we like to take some of your email questions Uh, I actually got a couple this week Uh, our first one comes from Rich from Ohio now that and he writes now that Batman v Superman and Deadpool have come out what do you think your final rankings for comic book movies will be for 2016 All right, Rich well that's a that's a great question I mean yeah we've seen two now um You know, so our initial thoughts of what they might be might have dropped a little. Um, I know mine have. Now that I've seen a couple of them, I think I had Deadpool originally a lot lower than I do now. So the the six notable ones that have come out now are that or that are going to come out this year are uh, X Men Apocalypse. Uh, Obviously, we got Civil War, Captain America Civil War. Deadpool, uh, Batman v. Superman, Suicide Squad, and Doctor Strange. Um, so, at the end of 2016, how do you think you will rank your movies, Brandon? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead and go first. Okay, I'll go first. So, at the end of 2016, this is how I think this the comic book movies will have ranked in my book. Whether I hope it's the case or not, I'm not sure. I just think this is how it'll be. So, number six, I think, will be X-Men Apocalypse. Trailers look cool. Um, I just... I I mean, I I like X-Men. I just have never been, you know, as big of a fan as other people uh, with that. But, yeah, I have that as number six. I have number five, Doctor Strange. Hope it's great. But, again, there's only six, so it's not like these movies will necessarily be bad. Um, number four, I have Batman V Superman. So that might tell you something about how I might feel about Dr. Strange and X-Men, but, um, and number three, I have suicide squad. Number two, I have Deadpool, which I've obviously seen. And then number one, I have civil war. That's how I think, um, the movies, the comic book movies of 2016 will fall in my book at the end of the year. Um, um, I'm kinda I mean, I I would like to be pleasantly surprised. I you know, it'd be cool if Suicide Squad was number one, but at the same time I, I just really hope Civil War is living up to the hype. I can't imagine that it won't be my number one. But who knows? Um, you know, maybe Suicide Squad will just be even better and yeah. that would be exciting as well. That would be that's my goal too. Yeah. What Pre- do
0: you got? Pretty much the same rundown you have. Yeah. I just keep flipping at three and four, um, between Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, and Batman vs Superman. Boy, I cannot talk tonight. <laughs> um, definitely think Civil War. I mean, I think my goal is for the for me to be the best Marvel movie that's come out to date. That's what I'm hoping for.
1: That's your number one. Number one. Yeah. Two Deadpool.
0: Mm, just because of Batman. Uh, you know what? We'll, I'll I'll nail it out right now. Batman vs Superman at three. Suicide Squad at four, X-Men at five, and Doctor Strange at six.
1: Okay, so, yeah, we had a little bit of a different list, you know, because I had number six, X-Men. So, so you think Doctor Strange will be your least favorite, huh?
0: <sighs> yeah, we'll see. I guess it just depends on how they do X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, I think that'll be my number six.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I... I can't wait till we get a trailer for Doctor Strange. I mean, it comes out in November. We're still, what, nine... Eight, nine months away from it. So. Yeah,
0: and I guess seeing a trailer would probably... Yeah. Move it up or down,
1: too. Because that's... The, I think the... Yeah, that's the only one we haven't seen a trailer for. Um, but yeah, I think I might like it a little bit. Just because I like MCU better than Fox. You know, with the X-Men and stuff. But again, I, I try not to be biased or anything. Um... Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I again I hope X Men, maybe X Men will be number one. Who knows? That's what that's the beauty of speculation. But we shall see. All right, our next question um comes from Lauren. She says, Uh where do you like to sit in a movie theater? What's your favorite spot to sit at? Where where do you usually choose? Are you a front rower, a back rower? Where do you where do you go?
0: Oh. I guess it depends on what time I get to the theater. I'm going to have a (laughs) choice. Um, If you had a choice. If you had the choice. Probably middle. Middle of the theater. Um, I'm like an NC guy, though. You know, I don't like people... I don't like sitting in the middle having to step over people. Uh, I like sitting on the end. Comfortable. Um, Yeah, uh, I'd say middle NC guy.
1: Yeah, no, I... I I I mean ideally, say if it's just me in the theater, I would definitely sit in the middle, in the in the middle of the row, um, and then even if it is a little more people, I still would try to pick that. I used to be a back row guy, but then I realized that it's kind of even the, the screen yeah. is pretty big, but it's still pretty. No, the absolute far back.
0: place I hate the most is the very front row. Uh, if you enjoy the oh, front yeah. row. Smack yourself in the face right now. That
1: might be one of the reasons why I didn't enjoy Batman v Superman as much as I did. I was I saw it in IMAX 3D. I was v- not the exact no, we're not right in the front row, but pretty darn close than what I normally choose. And I was at the end an end seat. I don't know. It just the angle was weird, and it was with the 3D glasses that kind of looked blurry. So I th- I definitely need to see it again, if not just for that reason. Um but yeah, I'm a, I'm a uh, middle middle of the theater, middle of the row guy. So thanks for the question, Lauren. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So that is almost our show. Uh, we're going to go over box office predictions. After our box office predictions, we're going to go a little bit, bit of spoilers on Batman v Superman. So um, let's go ahead and get into the box office results. But before we do that, again, I want to thank everyone for listening. You've been great for us. We've been having a lot of fun doing this and, you know, hope to keep doing it um, for many, many weeks, months, years to come. Um, but yeah, continue to send in your questions at uh, bbentertainmentcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at, blockbuster cast um you can follow our personal accounts mine is at b c cord that's b s e c o r d what's your personal account brandon or you can hit me up
0: at big papa bb cast that's b-i-g-p-a-p-p-a b-b-c-a-s-t
1: yes and then again you know let us know what you think of the show send in any questions you have that you want to answer during this week any topics you want us to discuss please even if you don't use itunes go ahead and subscribe and leave a review slash rate us on itunes we'd greatly appreciate it and uh, again appreciate all your guys support over the last couple months absolutely thank you so much so, this week, again talking about box office predictions. Uh the two main titles are Meet the Blacks and God's Not Dead 2. All right. So, God's Not Dead 2 plus Meet the Blacks, which is obviously a new comedy coming out. Um Brandon, where do you think uh where do you think it'll fall this week? obviously, again, recap real quick. Batman uh, from 1 to 5. Batman v. Superman, Zootopia, Big Fat Greek Wedding 2, Miracles from Heaven, and the Diver- Divergent series.
0: Hmm. Um, I guess, like, well, obviously I, I don't think any of these movies are going to even come close to number one this week. Uh, I'll keep Batman v. Superman number one. Now, it's just, does Zootopia fall off? That's, that's yeah. the question. Um, hmm. Probably going to be off like I always am. I'll keep Z- Zootopia 2. Give me... Meet the Blacks at 3? It's a comedy. I don't know. We'll drop um, Divergent out of the top 5 miracles from heaven on the top five i'll keep my big fat greek wedding at two at two or at three i'm sorry and then what was the movie that came out besides meet the blacks um
1: god's not dead two give me that at four so you have batman v superman zootopia meet the blacks and then the God's maybe, Not Dead 2. God's Not Dead 2. So
0: far I've been wrong on the religious movies, so I'll give that 4.
1: And My Big Fat Greek Wedding five.
0: 5. Yep. Probably nowhere close, but you know what? Let's just roll with it. All right.
1: Um, I have Batman v Superman 1, Zootopia 2, Meet the Blacks. I have at 3 Um, My Big Fat Greek Wedding 4, Um, and... Number five, I think, is that... Do I have the same list as you so far? Uh, Bad Movie Superman, then Zootopia, Zootopia, then Meet the Blacks, and then My Big Fat?
0: I believe so. And then I put, uh, oh, I think I put Miracles from Heaven 4, and then Greek at 5.
1: No, you couldn't have. No? I don't know. Well, <laughs> it <laughs>
0: sounds good. Anyways, I'm we'll, just jonesy we'll, to talk about spoilers. We'll I'm ha- sorry. <laughs>
1: we'll have to listen to the tape. My top five is Batman v Superman number 1, Utopia 2 meet the blacks 3, my big fat greek wedding is number 4 and number 5 will be I think you had gods not dead not miracles from heaven. But anyways, yeah, um, yeah, yeah that's what my number 5 will be Urgh. miracles from heaven. All right, that's our predictions for this week. Obviously, Check out Batman v Superman, even if you haven't seen it. Uh, For those who have not seen the movie, you might want to go ahead and uh, uh, stop listening now. Um, We appreciate you guys listening in. Again, appreciate the support. Send us any questions you have. Blockbuster, uh, at BlockbusterCast on Twitter. BBEntertainmentCast at gmail.com is our email. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. But for those who have seen Batman v Superman and want to hear a little bit of a spoiler review, that's going to start right now. And that's our spoiler sound. Um, so, Brandon, do you want to start start us off with some uh, what? So, what are your thoughts of Batman v Superman now that you can freely talk about it? <sighs> Well, Again, you've been warned, folks. You know what? Um,
0: let me start off with this: Batman killing people. How how did you feel about Batman killing people on the big screen?
1: I mean, when I initially saw it, I mean, I didn't really feel like he did. I mean, he killed him in the this the the the, um, the dream he had. Um, but I, the only other time is when he had like the machine gun set up around him. Is that what you're talking about? That he killed people? No, uh, well, obviously he ran people off the road
0: with the Batmobile. They're dead. They didn't survive that. Um, He crushed some people with the Batmobile. Um, He was shooting people with their own machine guns. I mean... Okay. My my, my point (laughs) is, when you start getting into that stuff, you know, Batman using guns, killing people, people getting killed by Batman, you still have the Joker running around in the DC Cinematic Universe. Yep. We can pretty much... Get to con- jump to the conclusion that he has killed one of the Robins. What's made Batman to me so interesting in the comics is his. Re- he doesn't kill. Obviously, that was the the one time he was pushed to try killing somebody was, after Joker killed the Robin. That was the closest he's ever been to, killing someone. I mean, as far as I can remember, the early comics Batman did kill, and I'm talking about like forties. Um I don't know. So that was kind of a. Yeah, and didn't he have a gun? Yeah, he everything? had a gun and everything. I mean, he was shooting people. A lot of people were just. I remember I was talking to somebody at work, and they were just like, man, he was shooting people with machine guns and a grappling gun. And, and I'm like, yeah. Eh,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean. Honestly, I mean, I'm fine with it. But I just wish they would have kind of dug a little deeper into it, maybe, you know, dug a little deeper into the actual Robin getting killed, you know, how he's kind of, he's been doing this for 20 years and he's kind of come to a breaking point, you know, show a little bit about that, you know, maybe even have Alfred talk to him a little bit about, uh, um, how he's killing people now. Like you didn't used to do that before, you know, maybe explain it a little more than just do it and, you know, expect the audience to kind of i mean the, yeah
0: i mean the huge controversy from man of still was snooping super, well, snooper superman snapping uh general zod's neck that got a lot of controversy from that because superman generally doesn't kill right even though he has killed in the comics before right um i mean an, another thing i mean another major character that was killed immediately almost in the first 10 minutes of the movie i won't say 10 15 jimmy olsen
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, that was a major mainstay for. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's what that scene kind of initially threw me off. But actually, the beginning scene was a little weird to me. You know, they had Batman. Um, it started off with Batman's parents' funeral, mm-hmm. and you know, showed their scene of getting killed and everything. And then it showed how Batman fell into the Bat Cave, and then all of a sudden he starts floating out i mean i know it was a dream but i don't know it's just i wish they would have done that a little better um i kind of liked how they filmed how uh his parents got shot um he uh you know the gun the pearl necklace behind the gun and shot her right in the face It just, but it's kind of just a little too brutal um to me anyways um but i loved you know the initial metropolis getting destroyed and bruce's uh yeah his viewpoint. reaction to that that immediately set up like how why bruce wayne is against superman it immediately set up his motivation which they never did with superman you know showing his motiva- any motivation he would have to you know want to be against batman other than there's this bat vigilante that they're showing in the newspaper who's fighting crime in his own, like, and branding people. What what'd you think about the branding? Mm. Too much?
0: I, I, we, yes, without jumping into – without explaining why he's become so brutal. I mean, like like you said, perfect way of him having a dialect with Alfred. Alfred saying, like, man, you've kind of taken it a little too far now lately. Um, yeah, they're literally, no – they just threw it in your face. You kind of had to accept it. I mean –
1: I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Might have been a little too much. Um, But then, yeah, so yeah, they did the Metropolis scene, and then they went right to where Lois Lane was in the Middle East somewhere, and that just threw me off right there. Automatically just threw me off. It's like, why is a reporter for uh, the Daily Planet in the Middle East, and then, yeah, Jimmy Olsen gets shot, and then she gets taken down into some dungeon, and he saves her like why why didn't he save Jimmy Olsen like why (laughs) that that I mean yeah that kind of seemed a little unheroic like oh I can only save my girl I mean Jimmy
0: like I said that was the main character killed another one that kind of threw me for a loop was Marcy Graves that's Lex Luthor she's very well known in the comics as being his right hand man his assistant Uh, she's pretty good with martial arts they killed her she was sitting in the, in the Senate meeting, and it was just yeah. that kind of threw me off. I mean, Zack Snyder, I guess he didn't really have a problem carrying, killing characters, main characters. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was kind of thrown off by that, too. I yeah. Like, Man, they really killed her,
1: huh? Yeah, me, too. And then, yeah, when the senator had the, uh, or is she a senator? I don't know. Holly Hunter. Yeah, she was a senator from Kentucky. Okay. Um, yeah, when in, when they initially showed her, see that peach tea. Like, it almost seemed like she was poisoned at first that's, or something. That's the impression I had, that she was poisoned or something
0: was wrong because she kept st- staring at it and, like, uh, <clears throat> yeah. like, I was like, man, he poisoned her?
1: Yeah, so that being unclear there kind of shows just that's bad direction right there for me. And it didn't clearly convey, you know, what the story was trying to tell. I mean... Yeah, it's an actress doing it, but again, the director—it's the director's job to get you know good performance out of their actors. But yeah, that kind of threw me off. And then yeah, that explosion and killed his right-hand girl right away, that was strange. Um, it was a pretty cool scene, though. You know, Superman looking disappointed after the explosion, yeah. and, and Batman watching it on TV. I thought that was pretty. cool. I mean,
0: that was one thing I didn't see coming. To be honest with you, I didn't—I didn't know it was gonna be an explosion. And I didn't I definitely didn't expect for uh, Marcy to get killed in yeah. that explosion either. Um
1: How'd you like when uh how'd you like how Batman was first introduced as Batman? You know, how they were the cops kinda came in and saw those people in the cell and then
0: Yeah, I mean that's
1: I guess what I
0: would picture Batman in a movie. I mean, like the way he moves so effortlessly. Yeah, it was cool how I was just chilling. When the cop turned turn behind him, he's chilling on top of the thing. Yeah. Um,
1: I just I wish they would have showed more of him. Like, they just kind of... He lunged at the cops, and that was it. But it was still pretty cool. Um, what did you think of, like, the dream sequences and that's stuff? That's actually my next thing. Uh, uh, so, uh,
0: is that a dream? Was that the Flash... Obviously for those that didn't know if the character that was talking to him, a lot of people were confused by that. I was talking to people at work that don't follow that stuff, but right. that was Flash who um he saw come at him and said, I, I forget exactly what he said. You were right about him. Yeah. Little Lane's the key. Yep. And I too soon. I came too soon. Yeah. Yep. Um So and like I said, when he woke up the papers were actually if you I don't know if you paid attention that there was papers floating. So I feel like he hit the time, what's word they use for flash hitting that, the time zone, speed zone, speed warp, uh, yeah, speed for, he uses speed force to travel back and forth in time, but right. um, yeah, I, I feel like that's, m- yep. my my guess, my thing is this, Lois Lane being the key is, if she dies, that's what's going to turn Superman bad. Make him lose his cool, I guess. I guess, Lois Lane. Once again, Amy Adams having a bigger role. I think they're going to make her the key point. Somehow, maybe she dies. They're going to have to go well, back in time. And well,
1: I read that somewhere that in the comics that uh, Joker ma- manipulates uh, Superman to kill Lois. Kill Lois. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. That All was right.
0: actually in the Injustice storyline. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it could definitely fit. And that's when Superman became um, pretty much a dictator. And yeah, I could see that fitting. Um Acropolis on Earth, there was a Dark Side Omega symbol. When Batman first emerged out of the cave, there was the Omega Symbol on the ground. And that was in his nightmare, right? In the nightmare. Yeah. The winged creatures, those are I mean, that's Acropolis. I mean that's Dark Side's henchmen in the comics the wing winged right. wing dudes that fly. Um They had a lot of stuff. The um the deleted scene that we didn't really touch on too much. Yeah, uh, so yeah,
1: who, who, yeah, D- Lex Luthor is like in the, you know, spaceship, the Kryptonian spaceship, and he's mm-hmm. talking to some. It's,
0: n- it's definitely a creature from Acropolis. I don't know the name, but what he had in his hand were three mother boxes. And if you. What the did mo- they do? The communication f- and transportation back and forth between Acropolis and wherever other planets they want to travel. The mother box is what. Um, Another thing we're hopping on top, so we're just trying to hit it because we're kind of running a little over. But, um, the cameo scenes Aquaman Flash, mm-hmm. yeah, the files Cyborg's dad had a mother box, yeah, and that's what transformed you know, as as the camera was panning away, that's what transformed him. And the Cyborg was a mother box, so um, yeah, it was cool to see that tie in, and I know that's how they, they made him get transformed in the new 52 series. Um, is using the mother box to transform Cyborg. So those are cool uh, tie-ins. Future foreshadowing Darkseid. Yeah. Obviously, Lex Luthor had some kind of communication with Darkseid or somebody from Acropolis because when Batman entered the jail jail cell and he started doing that, Dingling. Dingling. Ding, yeah. That's how the mother boxes, they make that weird noise like that. So that was a lot
1: of. That's one of the things is just, if you, yeah, if you didn't know any of that, like that scene just, like I didn't know any of this when I saw it. Like that scene just was just so weird and dumb to me. Um, and then wipe your nose. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why would they have him with snot in his nose? I know it's supposed to be like a an emotional moment and everything, but it's like, come on.
0: And you know, me, even reading the comics and knowing that stuff, I didn't know what the heck he was doing. Yeah. I had to read up and find out what the heck was going on because I was confused by that. Um, you know, they did a nice little promotion thing. Um, and they did market this movie pretty good. Yeah, Lex Luthor definitely. had his own website. They had a LexCorp website. They came out with a thing um, this week and let me just read it to you. It says that the LexCorp institu- Industries uh, continued their viral marketing. It said that when interviewed about his actions against the fallen and Lex Luthor responded with, ding, 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 are we entering the second round? We do not understand Mr. Luthor's actions, and Lex Corp does not take responsibility for his actions. So they're still campaigning, and they're still marketing after the movie, right. which is cool to see. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I'm sure they're going to do that up until the director's cut comes out, but um, yeah, I mean... Like I said, the Flash thing, even people that knew who the Flash was, the Flash is very popular on TV right now. They didn't realize that was the Flash in the Batcave. A lot of people were confused. They didn't understand that was Barry Allen yeah. talking to him.
1: I mean, even I was confused about what the
0: hell was he saying? Yeah, like, exactly.
1: like, it's great to make movies for like fanboys and people who are really into the comics and really dig deep into this, but for an average movie goer, you still have to make it a little clearer to them. Otherwise, that scene is so misplaced. It's so uh, out of nowhere. I mean... I know they're gonna touch
0: on it. I was seeing something. They're definitely gonna touch more on it, and th- those lines are gonna tie in. They said, like the flash warning. That's all gonna get answered. But yeah, I mean, if you didn't know what the heck a Muller box was, you're gonna what the you know what I mean like huh yeah exactly. I mean, what do you do? Th- <laughs> Another one that a lot of people were, we were laughing at the Aquaman cameo. Either you loved it or you hated it. Some people yeah. I was talking about work said they thought it was dumb. Just how long he just stared at the camera and it was just kind of an awkward staring with the camera or some people loved it what, what do you think yeah, somebody, somebody would, told me he looked yeah. like he was drowning like they looked like very yeah, uncomfortable
1: that's it got me a little worried just for the actual Aquaman movie like how they're gonna film like the underwater scenes cause it's just like you could tell he was holding his breath and you know obviously I mean the, like the actor was holding his breath I liked initially how you just saw his eyes light up you know coming towards the camera I yeah. loved that and then yeah just I mean I didn't hate it it just kind of was like eh um, but speaking of that, I, 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 did, I just didn't like where they placed that those scenes in the movie. Like when they introduced all the Justice League characters. You know, we're get, setting up for this epic battle between um, Batman v Superman. And I think it's Batman is standing there at the... the um, Bat signal waiting for Superman and, oh, wait, let's cut to uh, Wonder Woman. Let's have her check an email here and show Mm -hmm. you all the, let's, basically felt like a cut to a commercial break because they're basically, you know, showing us scenes for the next movie. Like, that's what it seemed like to me. And I just thought it was hilarious that Lex Luthor already had their symbols on yeah. each file. Oh, here's a flash. <laughs> yeah. Click on it. It's like Aquaman's logo. Click. Like what? Like, yeah, exactly. Like man. really? Come on. I, uh, I, I, w- I wish Batman had those files. And Batman was kind of knew about these humans And you know, well, I wish it wasn't you know from Lex Luthor. But yeah, I, I mean, I didn't mind the actual scenes individually. It's just where they put it in the decided to put it in the movie. Just seemed very weird to me and out of place. Yeah, I, I did like Gal Gadot's little one with the picture from 1918.
0: That's yeah, that was cool. That was a picture that actually hit the release before the movie came out. They had a picture with all the cast. Um, that was cool. Because I mean, it it's had Chris Pine, Chris in Pine it in and it, and yeah. all the yeah. other actors from the movie. So that's that was a cool little thing. Yeah, definitely. The Flash cameo. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I get what they're doing with it. Like stopping yeah. the bank or the store. Yeah, I mean, it was getting robbed. Easy, but yeah. You know, the still, cyborg one still kind of huh. Yeah. The mother box. I guess if you didn't know what the mother box was, it literally probably didn't make sense to you. Well, um,
1: even people who don't really know cyborg, like they're not gonna know. You know, I mean, it was just a is. dude with his arm and a head. Yeah, because even even my brother asked me like, "Who was that guy? The half a man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who who was that guy?" <laughs> so like, it wasn't even clear to him who it was. So if you had to pick
0: your favorite cameo out of all files, which one was it?
1: Um, does Wonder Woman count? <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I'm not gonna count her because she was in the movie. I' probably, probably Flash. But I, I at the same time I was so excited to see Aquaman, so I was happy to see him. But I'm I'm gonna stick with I'm Flash. Going though. Flash, just because Aquaman. I, I'm kind of with those people. <laughs> it literally looked like he was gonna drown at He it. Met it. He I was know. Kind of like, and then he almost seemed like he was like smiling, but in actuality, it seemed like the scene was trying to convey that he was mad that you know they were looking at yeah yeah. i mean the only cool scene was that he he hit mock speed underwater when he like took off like you could see that that he hit like a um and and then continuing from man of steel like i just i love superman's power like when he takes off just how powerful they make it look and I, i you know that's never really been done in a super you're in a superman movie i loved all that um what'd you think of doomsday Mm okay.
0: Don't think you should have been in this movie. Yeah.
1: The whole storyline,
0: another than God, killing Superman. Yeah, that was, that was I didn't see that coming. A little ballsy. Um Yeah, I didn't see that coming at all. Um Yeah, I don't I didn't I didn't really like it. Yeah. I mean that whole fight, first of all, go, I hate to go back to the subject, but you were talking about Batman with the files. It should have been Batman. Okay. Batman is one of the greatest minds in the DC Comics. I feel like he was outplayed. So you had Wonder Woman outsmart him and take the the thing he hooked up to the Lex Luthor's comp center. Like, she yeah. outsmarted Batman. Yeah. Batman couldn't figure out that the white... What was it, the white?
1: She is a meta human. You know, she yeah, is Yeah, but uh... she, she's not
0: a man... What was the ship? The white
1: Portuguese. He couldn't figure out by oh, internet yeah. searching that it was a boat. Uh, like, yeah, dude, it's, he's yeah, known he as had the had... greatest detective. In... <laughs> all he had to do was internet search I it. Man, it, it was just like stupid things up. like that. Like, that was yeah. like man,
0: you kind of undermine his character. I mean, yeah,
1: yeah, it was. It was the writing there.
0: What's um, not? He's not dumb by any means. I mean, I just feel like they definitely undermined his character.
1: Um, and. Then, I, I loved how Batman handed Superman's ass to him. That was great. Yeah. That final battle, that was really cool. I, just, I thought it was funny,
0: though, when the Kryptonite wore off, and he was, like, hitting him, and then I was like, ding. Yeah, ding, <laughs> He just.
1: Yeah, his face went nowhere. Uh, I thought it was a little lazy and weak that he was about to stab him with the... And I, we all knew he wasn't actually going to stab him with the Kryptonite spear, but just because he said Martha, he's like, Oh, no, you're my friend now. Yeah, you so said
0: you had... Year, what 18 months of hatred towards yeah. Superman, and then he said your mom's name, and you stop? Yeah, exactly. And then it's just another thing. So, Lex Luthor gives you an hour, your Superman, an hour to fight Batman, kill him, and come back. You literally tell me you saved Lois from a guy who had a gun to her head, yeah, but you couldn't save your own mom and your Superman, yeah. And then you're exactly. gonna trust the guy who was gonna kill you literally five seconds ago
1: to go save your mom yeah you can fly yeah you could have just grabbed him by the throat went to his mom with him like so he couldn't call anybody to tell them to kill his mom and yeah I know it's you know those, that's movies for you. I know. I was just kind of like, yeah. but I loved when I mean we saw it in the trailers. Like this is what they showed way too much. Of they the did trailers. show too much on the trailer. But yeah, I loved when Batman was went to save his mom and how he took out all those guys. That was the best Batman. That was the best, best Batman, Batman f- scene in any movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm.
0: The you know that, that actor was playing KGB beast, the one that had the flamethrower, the one that was in Africa. Oh yeah, that's the combo character KGB That was his character. Um, yeah,
1: that that too. Like why, those guys were in the Middle East, and then somehow they work for Lex Luthor, and they're just kind of everywhere. That kind of threw me off. It was just, I don't know. The movie was definitely a mess. Um, but you know, there's definitely some epic scenes. You know, it like I said, six point five for me. But I mean, the Doomsday fight scene. A couple
0: things I hate about that. First of all, Batman. Let's hide under a piece of concrete and disappear the whole entire fight. Yeah. Which, what was he going to do, really? Exactly, yeah. He Wonder Woman had, had better success that. against Doomsday than Superman did. Wonder Woman was pretty much, at one point, almost wrecking him by herself. Yeah. And Superman's just getting tossed around the whole entire time. Um, the nuke scene, where he gets hit with the nuke. Yeah, that was cool. Just, you know, I mean, that was a cool part, but.
1: Yeah, I like his face. You know, he looked just like he looked in Dark Knight Returns. That was cool. But, yeah, I mean, them killing Superman, I mean, I I was just so thrown off by it because I didn't think they'd do it, and then I was just thrown off because I was like, okay, so let's let's find out how he really survived, and they didn't show it, but at the end, you know, obviously, they had the dirt rays on his grave, Mm -hmm. which was cool, but at the same time, I wish they would have kind of just left that out and just really been ballsy and just had him think we were, had us think we he was dead but that also you know what i mean it just kind of doesn't
0: it doesn't raise the stakes in the movies from now on you, you literally know that now superman superman getting killed anybody can be killed but they're gonna be brought back to life there doesn't it takes away from that yeah it's true that anybody is you know what i mean it's yeah just the kinda,
1: stakes aren't high uh, like anymore. won't really th- feel a threat or anything Yeah, i know what you mean but i don't know yeah, I was... Um, it's, yeah. it's cool that they had Doomsday kill him because he was killed in the I just wish books. they would have saved, uh, used a B D-list
0: villain. Make Doomsday, Obviously, Doomsday should have been a bigger threat. I think it should have been all Justice League fighting him. And Superman makes the ultimate sacrifice and that could lead into another movie. Um, I even feel like bringing Darkseid in for Justice League 1 is a mistake. That's the yeah. biggest baddie in Marvel Universe... Or Marvel, excuse me, DC Universe. If he's a villain for Justice League 1, I feel like just just too much too soon. I mean, that's, you know, at least use some B-list villains. I mean, I, I don't know. know, like, you really really brought up two of the top villains in DC 3 already, right off the bat, the bat and it's just kind of like, man, where, where do you go? It's just yeah, almost I mean, like we yeah, have I'll just say, it's almost like the Marvel Universe. Once you do Thanos, where do you go from there? I mean, yeah. it's just like, you hit Dark Side right off the bat, where do you, I mean, Brainiac, you can go with that, but,
1: yeah cuz I mean cuz yeah Marvel Cinematic Universe they didn't even tease Thanos until 2012 when Avengers came out we're not even going to see him till you know as the actual villain in uh, Avengers 3 until four no 6 years after that came out so I mean they're really building that up but yeah the is just trying their best to just catch up and and put all everything they have Just to, yeah, like I said, catch up. Um, I mean, yeah, because the only other villains you really have are, you know, Batman villains, but you want to save those for the actual solo Batman movies.
0: And it's not enough to bring Justice League together. There's no way. I mean, Batman handles it by himself. He doesn't need the help. But, I mean, all the comic book heroes have their own rogue gallery, but none of them are needed enough to bring Justice League together, minus Brainiac, pretty much. Um, Yeah, I kind of feel like they just did too much. The... The death and the, fu- the funeral of Superman, I mean, I was just, uh, so much stuff. I was like, this is ridiculous. Then even after he got killed, there was just so much hopping around.
1: Yeah, like I said, um, like there was like three points in the movie where they I thought, okay, they're going to end here. It's going to roll the credits right after this because they were building up to the music and then it just seemed like the credits were going to roll. And then it was just like, okay, not so much. And then the next scene. Oh, yep, it's going to end here. Oh, wait, no, not not so much. And then they go to the next scene, yeah. and then they finally end it. It's like, man, like we, it's like they couldn't decide on an ending, so they were just like, let's just build it up and uh, put all three of them in. Speaking of music, when Wonder Woman's character
0: came on by Amazon <laughs> slash yeah. rock music, that, that got me a little
1: hyped. That yeah, was a pretty...
0: She had an awesome little intro song yeah, that came on.
1: I liked it at first in the intro. Then they went to, like, I think when Superman was trying to save Lois. And then they went back to it, and it was the same music. I was like, eh, I wish they would have maybe didn't do it in the th- with the same intensity. But, yeah, you're right. It w- I loved it was her intro cool. music.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know, I man. Another thing I wished in the uh, the Robin costume. He just stared
1: at it, and I was like, say yeah, something. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Shake your head. Cry. Tear. Yeah, it would have been Backflip. cool. Backflip. If they My mentioned man. more of Robin, but yeah, like that, you said, they were, you know. Crank. That had been too much already. I mean, yeah, that exactly. That movie was already too much. Well, th- and at the same time, like even, I don't know if it was just the way they were telling the story, but yeah, there was so much, in- like so much stuff put in it. But at the same time, at some points, it just felt like it was dragging to me. Um, But again, I, it might have just been, I, uh, I was, this is like the fifth time I've said that. I definitely want to see it again and it might have just been. Where I was sitting and the Anglo sitting at, blah, blah, blah. But, I don't know. It just felt like a drag sometimes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man. God, there's so much more stuff I get into, but we, I don't mean, know. Yeah, at, we're
1: kind of at an hour and a half here, so. we're going to, yeah. So, <laughs> gonna, yeah, I mean, so, yeah gonna any any more thoughts?
0: I mean, yeah, I have plenty of thoughts, but I'm just keeping them myself. Yeah. Overall, cameos felt a little forced. I mean, I just hate it. Like I said, logos for the superheroes are already on the file. Yep. Batman, I felt undermined as far as detective skills go. Um, Happy with Wonder Woman. I was okay with the introduction for her. Superman's character, underdeveloped as always. Lois Lane felt interjected in the movie a lot more. Lex Luthor didn't really care for. Doomsday, which they didn't do. Trailer, too too much release in the trailer. That Batman scene, if nobody ever saw it, can you imagine seeing that Batman scene for the first time oh, instead of seeing it shown? Yeah. yeah, I would have done. I would have probably well, done a backflip and screamed. But since I already had seen it,
1: at one point I I was thinking like, man, are they not going to show it? Like, I couldn't believe it was like so far towards the end. But yeah, when they finally showed it, I was like, oh, thank God. But yeah, I mean, if I. If they didn't show... that was basically the whole scene they showed in the trailer. Like, if they didn't show that, that would have had so much more impact, like you said. But still an awesome scene, you know. And then even when uh, Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent first meet, like, that whole conversation... Was pretty much... yeah, Yeah, there was nothing added to it in the movie. It was the exact same lines, the exact... You know, the exact same scene in the trailer was in the movie. There was nothing added to it. Usually they'll cut some lines out in the trailer... But there was nothing, nothing. We we had yeah. already seen that. So, again, the effect was gone. The effect of Doomsday was gone because we already saw him. It's just, man, Yet, like you said, the marketing was good, but the, that one trailer was just too much. I agree with you, brother. But anyways, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it for the next couple of weeks, you know, just because mm-hmm. it's what we do. But... That is our show, folks. Appreciate you once again listening in. If you've listened to this whole hour and a half, we appreciate Give it. Give yourself a pat on the back. Yes. So sorry we went overtime, but at the same time, not sorry, because you're here listening, obviously. So, again, bbentertainmentcast at gmail.com, Cat at blockbuster cast is our gmail or i'm sorry our twitter uh it's been a long night um but yeah again appreciate all the support and the feedback and uh we'll definitely see you guys next week any final thoughts brandon no just like we always touch on
0: thank you so much for listening and making us part of your day
1: yes 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 all right guys see you next week grab your butter grab your popcorn we'll see you at the movies Yeah Yeah. (laughs)
0: Blockbuster Vitality